0: This is Janice.
1: And I'm Sarah N.
0: And we're your hosts for Explore This, a podcast for the modern-day working professional.
1: Each week, we explore actionable insights on how you can thrive personally and professionally.
0: Hey, everyone! Can you believe that more than seven months of the year have passed? Let's be real though, it's so easy to get caught up in a day-to-day and although we may have set some concrete goals or even reminders at the beginning of the year, shout out to tune in to episode 20 of season 2 to check out our episode on 12 reminders of the year, it is so easy to lose sight of these reminders or goals in the midst of the madness. I know because I'm speaking
1: from experience. And as we are now well into the swing of the second half of 2022, we thought of doing a mid-year check-in where we take some time to reflect on the first half of the year, look back and ask ourselves questions if it was what we had envisioned, the learnings we had, as well as to look ahead and talk about our hopes and plans for the next half of 2022. You know, Jan, we always talk about what we want to do at the start of a year in terms of goals, but we always forget to do this mid-year check-in and today is a good time because it made us sit down pause and reflect as well because before you know it 2023 will be beckoning so i'm glad we're doing this episode let's dive right in what went well for you jan let's talk about some wins that you'd like to share and you want to celebrate so far
0: Yeah, Sarah, I felt like I was running on autopilot a little bit, but this was a good chance to really like sit down and kind of celebrate those little wins that it's easy to forget as time passes us by. So I would say my first win I would like to celebrate is transitioning back smoothly from Hong Kong to KL. So first half of 2022 was honestly such a wild roller coaster ride for me. As I was trying to move back from Hong Kong to KL, trying to find the right dates, the right flights. And it was crazy at the time because during that season, it was when Hong Kong was so terribly hit by COVID. I think this was the fifth wave. And there was even a talk of a citywide lockdown. To test the whole city. It was a mass testing thing. And I was afraid, you know, I probably couldn't get flights. I might not be able to get from my home to the airport. I might be caught back to Penny Bay again. Who knows what's going to happen? Thank God I was, you know, so relieved that I was able to make it back smoothly without any hiccups. Everything happened as planned. And yeah, there was no obstacles or even like hurdles in that sense. So I think on that very personal front, it was great to celebrate homecoming reuniting with my family my best friends my fiance it's so good to finally reunite in person again right
1: and it was so good to have you back that was indeed a huge celebration for the first half of the year and I remember all the challenges that you had to go through to just bring yourself back home and we were so happy to finally reunite and see you in person I
0: almost thought I couldn't make it back home. I mean, my suitcase was 10 kilos overweight. I thought <laughs> I, I would go that. broke from paying for that. <laughs> and I also have to say, like, it was quite tough, I would say, thinking back now to say goodbye to the community that I had made, the different groups of friends who became really, really close friends in a span of the two years, but just so grateful to be able to close that chapter in a really nice way. It was bittersweet, but at the end of the day now, thinking back about the fact that I managed to make friends, that I know for sure that I will keep in my life for a very long time so grateful for the memories grateful for the adventure and just happy to come home and start a new chapter so this is the first gratitude that I would like to celebrate so the second one is the new role the new career chapter for those of you who may not know me and Sarah we talk about career pivots quite a lot on this podcast started from law and then pivoted into HR, and then in this newest chapter, entered the world of management consulting. This was something that I've always been quite curious to try out, especially since the business school days. And, And during the transition period, I did consider a few options, but kind of knew that it's always been the human capital space, which was something that I really wanted to be in. And eventually, I got this role, which is in human capital consulting, started it in May. And so far, it's been a steep learning curve, I would say, but really, really grateful for awesome colleagues and really interesting projects. And I think most importantly, a very nurturing work environment, which is what people always say in consulting, it's a rarity, like people will be sharks, it will be brutal, and you will get zero sleep.
1: Glad so to hear it hasn't precious. been that case for you so far.
0: Crossing my fingers. So far, so good. Projects have been interesting, has challenged me in many different ways. And also having to hone a lot of new skill sets in that sense. Recently was Scrum certified as well. So gotta say, yeah, looking forward to the growth opportunities here and happy to be able to start this new chapter. That's kind of the few wins that i like to celebrate. But Sarah would love to hear all about your wins and what you're really grateful for so far.
1: Yeah, I mean, hearing back about the journey of you moving back from Hong Kong to KL, starting a new job, it's just been a lot on your plate. I know, Jen, but really it is truly a testament to, you know, opportunities that come along your way that you've grabbed. And I'm super happy and excited that you've begun this season back in KL. And when we got to reunite, it was just like... Ah, oh, so many so happy sweet. feelings in my tummy. <laughs> so, all right. From a career front, um, something that I've been extremely grateful for as well has been that work has been going well the first half of the year. I got recognized for my contributions as well as impact to my team, as well as to the business by my manager. Without even realizing it, I've actually been two and a half years in the same role and in the same company. And I was also very surprised because I was nominated by my manager for a Women in IT award. Asia edition for the category of next generation leader of the year I didn't win it but it was fine and I was completely okay because I still recognized that I was extremely grateful and proud to have been nominated regardless and so it was something that I was grateful for because my manager had seen that I had contributed and wanted to recognize me and obviously it was among really stellar nominees as well.
0: Congrats <laughs> so proud of you for that.
1: Thanks, babe. I'm also really grateful because in the past two and a half years, I have indeed built good and meaningful relationships with my colleagues, both inside and outside my team and even inside and outside of Malaysia. So a very simple example is that You know, this week alone on Monday, there were three colleagues from three different subsidiaries and geographies who reached out to me randomly and just said, hey, Sarah, I'm coming down to Malaysia on so and so date and make sure you find time to have a quick coffee with me because three of them reached out to me on the same day and same date. It just made me pause and realize, oh, my gosh, I actually made friends during COVID and people remember me and it was so intentional that they wanted to have some coffee time with me when they visited the KL office. So I was very grateful for that. And I recognize that there are just a lot more growth opportunities. And I'm always thinking of how I cannot just go through life, but grow through life. So from that career front, I'm extremely fortunate and very thankful for the career pivot that I made pre-COVID as well. And from a more personal front, this is something that maybe not many people know, but I was able to travel during the past two and a half years. And for that I was very, very grateful and I recognized that it wasn't something that was possible for so many people during lockdown. It's something I definitely don't take for granted and was extremely and even more so grateful because I got to spend time with my boyfriend and his family back home in Norway and that was something that was very precious especially since he lives away from home as well and also celebrating the fact that because we're in a long distance he was able to visit Malaysia a couple months ago during the Hari Raya holidays. so that was very precious time because you realize that time apart is really really hard but there we go
0: I hear you I hear you and what you said about not taking it for granted and how it is something that not everyone is able to do like yeah completely agree and I'm really glad that you got to make that travel happen for sure because time apart is it's difficult but the moment you get to reunite it's just so sweet sweet. I'm really glad you got to make that happen against all odds definitely it was
1: painful but worth it that's all I gotta say
0: So switching gears now, let's talk about some of the lessons that we have learned in the first half of 2022, as we've highlighted some of these wins and some things we're grateful for. I think it's also important to look back on some of these challenges or obstacles that we've faced in the past half of the year. And even though it's only been seven months since the year started, but man, much has happened and I'm sure that there's been some lessons or realizations that we've had as well in this span of time. So Sarah, do you want to kick us off on that?
1: This would not be a Janice and Sarah N episode if we did not include a section on lessons learned so Mm -hmm. far. (laughs) Very on brand. (laughs) You know it. So my first lesson learned is so simple and you're all going to laugh at me, but I got to put it out there. I've been learning how important play is. I get teased all the time because I'm always reminded from my boyfriend about how Play is not a nice-to-have, but a must-have. And it sounds so trivial. Honestly, when I heard it, I really did not see the importance or anything like that. But it is extremely, extremely crucial to tickle that childlike sides of ourselves that sometimes we forget. Because we are all so serious and we're always talking about adulting. So I do catch myself getting caught up with the next thing, being busy with activities and sometimes forgetting to have fun along the way or having fun when it's over. And so this has definitely been something that I've learned. And a very simple example is that when my boyfriend started asking me about what are my motivations for wanting to embark on a 21 km half marathon, which I'll speak a little bit more about later, he asked if I was having fun while doing it or am I just doing it for the sake of it and I thought it was such an interesting question because I was like whoever thinks that doing a 21 km was fun you know (laughs) whoever thinks that way but the fact that he asked me that it it just really made me pause and wonder and so that is my first lesson learned second lesson learned and I'll try to keep this really short but it was a workshop that is a google initiative called hashtag I am remarkable have you ever heard of it Jen
0: Yes, I think I joined one of it before so I have some recollection but it was a long time ago so yeah, remind me well, what it's what's that yeah, about? Yeah, so
1: not Google sponsored at all but this was something that I was a part of because a colleague of mine volunteered to facilitate this session and essentially it's a workshop an hour and a half and the idea behind it was about a movement helping to empower women as well as underrepresented groups to raise awareness on the things that we can learn to celebrate as well as recognize our achievements more and so during the one and a half hour workshop one by one we were called to talk about what are some things that makes us remarkable from both a personal as well as professional perspective obviously everyone tried to hide their cameras go on mute but but You could not escape the facilitator. I'll just say that. One by one, we were called out by name. Just scared me a little to be called cold called. But it happened. And we were given about 10 minutes to just sit down and list as many as we can. Reasons why we thought we were remarkable. And I'm telling you, it was extremely, extremely challenging to do. Because it made me suddenly pause and think, wait. Why am I remarkable I really don't think I'm so remarkable Like I c- I couldn't find That many reasons Or even if There were some things It was just Teeny-weeny things That really were not that great But the idea behind it Was that You know Learn to celebrate things That you've done Learn to own Your achievements And you know, it made me think that Number one, it was so hard to think about it What were my personal achievements Both from a personal and professional capacity But it was even more difficult to talk about it When we were sharing Every one of us were umming and eyeing, And it was just such an uncomfortable feeling To have yourself spotlighted You know, you feel like you're blowing your own horn So the idea behind it is that It was so such a common feeling That we find it hard to talk about a- our accomplishments And we struggle with self-promotion And this is often because we are conditioned From a very young age. Not to speak openly about our achievements as well. But, you know, through this short and impactful workshop, you know, really teaches us how we can celebrate and recognize that this self promotion motivation is important. And, you know, essentially to just change our own social perceptions towards self promotion and recognize that it is important. So these are two really key learnings that I've learned in the past six months. Mm.
0: I think it's one thing to recognize it internally, but it's something else to write it out and verbalize it it out loud to a room full. So hard, so
1: hard, I'm telling you.
0: That is so difficult, but I can definitely see why that matters. Being able to own your achievements and to, it's not bragging, right? I think that's like that fine line between identifying what makes you remarkable and tooting your own horn. And definitely the, the former is something that we should try to get used to a bit more and learn to get comfortable with.
1: Absolutely, absolutely.
0: Love it. Okay, so my lesson learned. The first one, I would say some parallels with your first lesson on how play is important. My first lesson learned is that rest is productive.
1: Oh yeah, (laughs) so (laughs) counterintuitive, but so true. Yes,
0: yes, exactly. And funnily enough, it was something that I really internalized when I had COVID hit me like a ton of bricks. And yes, I played hide and seek with it for two years, but finally caught on to me and those 10 to 12 days being in quarantine that really really hit me hard and where I literally had no choice but to rest that really made me realize how important rest was and how important it was to also manage my energy and the context is that I actually have been feeling pretty exhausted over the past few months but actually just kept ignoring the feelings, kind of swept it under the carpet and just told myself, I just need to keep going because if I don't, things won't get done. So I was essentially running on autopilot mode and just taking off things on a to-do list. But when I went through those 10 days, it made me realize that this was something that I actually needed, which is, you know, it sounds like a very first world thing to say. And obviously I know COVID hits people differently and it was challenging, but I think being able to rest and recuperate and just energize myself in those 10 days, even though I was pretty much bedridden the first few days. But when I finally got my energy back and just took the time to really allow myself to just zen, chill out and recuperate without guilt and shame, I realized like, wow, this was what I had needed because when I left my room after, you know, those grueling 10 to 12 days of isolation, I felt so recharged and so energized. This shouldn't be a realization that hits you when you're in quarantine, but I would say having proper sleeping hours and reducing your caffeine intake. Yes, you you guys heard that right. Reducing your caffeine intake and just learning not to beat yourself up when you're tired is so important because we all need to recuperate. And if we just allow ourselves to do it, we will actually be so much more productive. So I think my key takeaway is that rest is productive. Schedule in those moments of rest intentionally. The thing that comes to mind was the episode we had with Liz really recently on episode 36 is she actually talked about this concept called garbage time. So yes, guys, schedule in some garbage time where you do absolutely nothing but recharge and recuperate and do it without shame.
1: I love it. Without shame and without guilt. Because sometimes you do it and then you have this niggly feeling at the back of your mind thinking, what am I doing? I'm wasting time. I could be spending it doing something better or actually achieving something more.
0: Yes, exactly. So guys, just, yeah, no shame. Get that rest. Get that garbage time. So moving on to my second lesson learned, I would say the power of reframing was a very important lesson that I learned in the first half of the year. And this also was something that we spoke about with Bill Burnett on episode 35 of the podcast, where he spoke about the power of reframing and why it's so important. And the key differentiation point that I have to highlight here, that it's not being in denial. It's not just trying to look at the bright side of things, but it's actually talking about how you reorganize and restructure your perception of a situation. And eventually that leads to you fundamentally altering how you focus your attention and actually brings about a bias to action. So in simple terms, it's actually a sort of mindset shift that allows you to take whatever that's negative into fueling yourself to take action on something. And I think one very concrete example and something that has worked for me when I felt stuck in a work situation, especially in an environment that is so new to me, is to instead be overwhelmed and really crippled by the workload and feeling lost I try to reframe it and look at it from a perspective of how instead of, oh my gosh, I'm stuck. I'm going to be screwed because I don't know how to do this. I think how it's amazing how I get to solve these complex problems, how I get to you know, resolve these issues for my clients and actually learn about a whole new industry and a whole new area that I've previously never learned anything about. It's not just woo-woo talk, but I do realize that when I do shift that mindset in my mind, it actually allows me to be productive and actually move instead of just, you know, wallowing in my confusion and like lostness. So that's been something that has been pretty helpful for me
1: love how these lessons learned are just so reflective of the things that we've personally taken out of some conversations that we've had with previous guests. And it's also a reflection of how the guests that we bring on this podcast sometimes are really just because they are things that we are curious about and we are continuously learning from. So that's been very, very powerful for us as well. And so thinking a little bit more about what are some things we can look forward to, Janice, how about you start off by sharing with us some of your intentions as well as focus for the rest of 2022
0: yeah so the first one I would say is to try to balance and effectively juggle all of these different priorities that I have right now but not forgetting to have fun in the process Sarah this ties to what you said about learning to have fun and enjoy play so you know whether it's work or wedding planning in my case training for our marathon juggling the podcast spending time with friends and family, it's trying to be able to juggle all of these different priorities and yeah, enjoying the process as well. So that's the first one. And the second one for me, I would say is to continue to be a sponge keep growing and keep learning, especially in this new work environment that I'm in. Starting afresh in this new role that I've taken on for these past two months have taught me to be comfortable with the unknown, to be okay with asking lots of questions and just being curious. So the focus for me in the next few months is essentially to enhance my toolkit and sharpen all of the competencies and skill sets that I need to have to be able to thrive in this new role the theme is to now you know try to be a sponge ask lots of questions and just absorb all of these things that I'm learning so I would love to hear about your intentions and focus for the second half of 2022
1: all right so for me As some of you may or may not know, I will be turning 30 soon and uh, my boyfriend cannot help but remind me all the time about this. No thanks to him. But, you know, for something that I've always wanted to do and I've made it a birthday challenge to myself this year is running a 21KM, so a half marathon. And I finally got around to signing up for it, rallying a couple of my closest friends to do it along with me who are equally crazy, if not more. And this is something that I've been focused on for the past, I would say, month and a half, have been having very regular running schedules and to the point of like waking up at 30 in the morning, having a running buddy. And I might have spoken about this on a podcast before, just discovering the Nike Run Club Audio Run. It has been absolutely game-changing to this training. And that's definitely something that has been accompanying me on all my runs and all my trainings. And it's just really Coach Chris Bennett reminding me that every run has a purpose, whether it's for for fun, for play, to make me a better runner, a better person, reminding me to enjoy the process along the way as well, reminding me that I need to put on a smile while I'm running at my 8 or 9 pace out of a 10. And also to celebrate the small win. So this is something that I've been training really hard for this half marathon that's coming up in September. Janice is coming along with me. She was also equally crazy to sign up for this challenge with me. So I'm extremely happy that we get to work on it together because it's going to be a first time for the both of us as well. And then a second thing that I'm looking forward to for the second half of 2022, I think one thing I realized is just I'm extremely grateful for a lot of my close friendships that I've had. But I will say that there have been some new friendships or not new, but old friendships that have been rekindled, especially in the past couple of months, no thanks to well, or thanks to COVID. And so I'm looking forward for the opportunity to spend time reinvesting in some of these friendships and also spending a lot more time with my family. I think I recognize that a lot of times we just get into the motion of things and we don't appreciate each other enough but you know even with the year just coming to an end not very long from now it's also made me realize that i'm getting older we're all getting older our parents are not getting younger and it's a reflection that um yeah i want to be able to be very intentional with the way i spend my quality time with loved ones
0: so good. I mean, just a really real reminder that, you know, life is so much more than our accomplishment and achievements. It's having our loved ones around us and being able to spend time invest in these relationships, because it is true that relationships take time and investment. And if we don't nurture them, then it's just going to wilt. So I think that's a really good reminder, Sarah. So now that we've talked about, you know, some of these intentions and focus that we want to really prioritize for the next half of 2022, let's talk about how we're going to get there. What are some of these systems, habits, and routines that we have to adopt? So Sarah, do you have two that you'd like to share with us?
1: Yes, absolutely. Tying it to my earlier point on the 21km half marathon that I'll complete, I've recognized how extremely important it is to have these accountability partners for the weekly long runs, and that's definitely a system that I've set up. And being really intentional by making sure that my running buddy is coming to my house at 6.30 a.m. for the scheduled run and that we won't bail on each other. And secretly, I think when we text each other at 6.30 a.m., we were kind of hoping each other would bail. But because none of us want to bail on each other, we end up saying, okay, the run is happening. And so we catch ourselves doing that so much and so often. But I realized that whenever I commit to doing something and I know that other people are expecting me to show up, there is no way I want to disappoint them. So recognizing what works for me and my tendencies, and this is something that Janice and I have spoken about in the past, and using that to help me, to help support the goal that I'm trying to achieve So that's definitely been one system and routine that I've been trying to adopt in preparing for this 21KM. And the second thing, yeah, I saw this on an Instagram video that Janice has shared a couple of months ago. And it's really this idea of learning to work for yourself before working for other people in the morning and what it is about is about starting the day with something that you want to do for yourself first and this can come in so many forms it can come in the form of prayer an exercise a morning coffee and just basically don't just roll out of bed and first thing you do is you know attack messages which you will be inundated by or emails because you want to realize that you want to invest in yourself first, and take that intentional 15 minutes, 20 minutes to just do something that you know is good for yourself whether it's physically, mentally, spiritually, whatever it is before diving into the work work that you actually have to do. Mm. So that, that's my two. What about you, Janice? That video spoke to me so it much. It really did. It really. Yeah. Did.
0: So, I think for me the first one is to be able to practice ruthless prioritization. This is something that's challenging for me, I would say, because I've always recognized that it's hard for me to say no to things. And so in this season, unfortunately, that's something that I have to do to be able to juggle all of these different priorities and the projects that lie ahead in in the next half of the year. Being able to prioritize, be very strict with some of these things and recognizing that it is short term as well, especially in this season and accepting the trade-offs that I have to make temporarily. So yes, ruthless prioritization, as ruthless as that sounds, is just something that has to happen for the next half of the year. And I'm okay with it. So the second one for me would be to keep doing the inner work. And this was something that I actually mentioned in a 12 Reminders episode at the start of the year to not neglect to do the inner work, even in the midst of the busyness. So I think what I've learned is that it's so important to continue prioritizing my mental health and that's related to also doing something for yourself in in the morning before you get kind of sucked into the busyness of the day. I want to be able to practice mindfulness every day, to internalize what it means to live in an unhurried manner, even though there are things that require us to take action on urgently sometimes, but to have a state of mind that is unhurried and to be able to sort of manage all of that and have internal peace, I would say. So that might be in the form of meditation in the morning, prayer, reflections, and regular exercise as well. Just to wrap up, I'll say, in one of my recent coaching sessions, I was just really reminded of the importance of finding pockets of rest and reflection, even in the midst of a busy season. So I hope that this resonates with any of you out there who might be facing a very, very busy season and you're just feeling internally like, really frustrated and tired and agitated. That could be a sign that your body is in serious need of rest and a little bit of recalibration. This wraps up the reflection of the first half of 2022 that we have. It wouldn't be a typical Janice and Sarah episode if we didn't have a funny little surprise for each other at the end of it. Sarah, I know you have this segment planned for us. So I'm going to ask you right now, what is the surprise question that you have for me?
1: Okay, so my surprise question for you, Janice, is in what way have you failed in the past six months? And I mean it in the best of ways. Oh my gosh. And while you're thinking of it, Uh I'll remind you that Sarah Blakely, the founder of Spanx, says this. My dad encouraged us to fail growing up. He would ask us what we failed every week at the dinner table. And if we didn't have something, he would be disappointed. It changed my mindset at an early age that failure is not the outcome. Failure is not trying. So don't be afraid to fail. So what is one thing that you failed at in the past six months?
0: A few things come to mind. But I okay, one thing that I have failed is my mini resolution that I had made at the start of the year to not look at my phone for the first hour of the day. Okay, all honesty here, I don't think there's been a day where I do not look at my phone in the first hour of the day. It's become such a default habit to just like wake up, you know, shut the alarm off and then just see what's going on in my WhatsApp and emails and whatnot. And recognizing that it's not a great way to start the morning and it's a habit that i wish to break but unfortunately have been failing for the past few months so now that i've put it out there in the world
1: we gotta keep I, you accountable there's yeah. no choice <laughs>
0: So that that might be my intention for the second half of 2022 then
1: all right there we go we'll keep you ch- on check on it as well
0: oh my gosh great question okay so my question for you sarah is what was a terrible advice that you've recently been given and why?
1: Oh, wow. Good question. What is an advice that I've been given recently anyways? <laughs> I got you there. Then you I, did.
0: I <laughs> you did. You did.
1: <laughs> you, you really, really did. This is an advice that ties in a little bit to what I mentioned. Einstein has said to me about having fun. And this is an advice where somebody or not maybe not so much an advice but it was a comment where somebody said fun to me is just if you have it you have it if you don't it's not such a huge deal you know there are more important things in life and maybe younger sarah would have concurred with that but having gone through what I've gone through recently and just a lot of challenges and recognizing how important it is to find the fun element in a lot of things I recognize like hey you know what having fun is a huge part of a lot of the things that we do but I feel sometimes we are not conditioned to think about the fun element we're taught to think about what's productive what is useful and maybe this is to a certain extent tied to some cultural nuances or the way we are brought up as well. But yeah, I think that's a inverted comma, terrible advice that that maybe I've received in the recently. But it was a very, very good question, I have to say. Mm-hmm. So kudos to you on that, Jen. Thank you. Thank you. And so there we go. That's a wrap for our episode today. And we really hope that this episode has prompted you to pause as well as reflect on your first half of 2022 as well. Let's not let the entire year come and go without being able to do mid-year check-ins because that's equally as important as the the end-of-the-year reflections that we do as well. And so here's your reminder not only to reflect on the challenges that the first half of the year has brought, but to also celebrate the milestones and the little wins. And so with that, a little love from Janice and myself and here's to a fruitful and restful second half of 2022. See you at our next episode. Bye! Bye. If you've stuck around to the end of this episode, we want to say thank you for exploring with us.